Studies have suggested that there are multiple health benefits for adults who drink a cup of coffee a day. Now, some parents are giving their kids coffee even at really young ages. Now, is this safe from a health perspective? Let's talk about it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. David. So, you know, people have been consuming coffee since the 15th century, which is when it first started being cultivated in Ethiopia. Now, 62% of all American adults consume coffee on a daily basis with an average of three cups a day. Now, studies have shown significant health benefits, um, such as lowering incidence of stroke, certain forms of cancer, dementia, um, liver disease, and, and a lot more. So we know it's not bad to drink it, of course, if it's loaded with sugar. That's a little different story. But the consumption of caffeine in coffee, and it may be more than the caffeine because, of course, in plants, there's more than one ingredient. But there really does seem to be some health benefits here. Now, for years, as pediatricians, we recommend do not give caffeine to children, especially under the age of 12. Um, and not just that, but other high caffeine beverages like the sports drinks and, um, and sodas and some of these other things that can really have a lot of caffeine in it. And of course, the younger that the child is, the more concerning it is. And again, we really recommend, you know, really not at all for age 12. After age 12, it is felt that a kid can consume about 100 milligrams of caffeine on a daily basis, which is about the amount that's found in a standard cup of coffee. Okay, but let's talk about what the real consumption is for a lot of people and, and especially what kids are seeing now, because we know that, um, you know, for instance, a 16 ounce cup of coffee, like a grande, that has over 300 milligrams, so more than three times the amount of caffeine that a kid should consume on a daily basis, an, an older kid. Um, you know, a lot of the sports and energy drinks can have over 250 milligrams. Some of the latest ones, even a lot more than that. And just also from a point of reference, there's about 34 um, milligrams in a can of Coca-Cola and about 54 in a can of Mountain Dew. So, of course, not that we're advocating to do that, but just to have an understanding that, relatively speaking, there's not that much even in a Mountain Dew. And we always thought, oh, that's the really high caffeinated one. Again, lots of reasons not to drink it, but there's not that much in there. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about how often parents are giving their kids caffeine. And that, and there's a study that was done of uh, it was a survey of parents in Boston, and there were 315. Um, people who parents who responded to the survey, 14% of them were allowing their two-year-olds to drink between one to four ounces of coffee a day. Okay. 2.5% were giving caffeine, giving coffee to their one-year-olds. Yeah. One-year-olds. So what is the concern? Okay, so caffeine, it is a stimulant. And too much caffeine can raise blood pressure, contribute to acid reflux, can cause anxiety, of course, can cause sleep disturbances. And every year there are kids who do end up in an emergency room with tachycardia, fast heart rates, you know, panic attacks, etc. So this is a real world thing that is happening. Um, and of course, something that parents should know about, I guess, from an informed consent perspective, you, of course, want to have all the information before you make a decision for anything relative to the health or lifestyle of your child. So now let's talk, why are some parents doing this in the first place? Okay. Now, some parents do tell me that they will give coffee to their kids as a natural alternative to stimulant medications. I don't want to put my kid on Ritalin. I don't want to put my kid on my Adderall, but my kid seems to do fine on a cup of coffee and, you know, it's not taking that much. And, you know, that may be okay. 
Okay, I still wouldn't do it under 12 years of age. But of course, also talking with the uh, healthcare provider about that and not just winging it on your own is probably a pretty good idea. Okay, now, um, young children often start not due to peer pressure, obviously, but it's usually because they see their parents doing it. Okay, and they ask for a sip. It looks like a nice thing to do. The parents are enjoying it. Maybe they they need their cup of coffee to get started in the morning. They enjoy the aromas. Obviously, it has a very, very um, wonderful aroma for many people, um, and it can really draw them. So maybe they'll just give a sip or two. But then what happens? As with anything that you give a kid, they're probably going to ask again, and you may end up giving it again. And next thing you know, it's happening on a more regular basis. And I know that there are even in certain cultures um, that that. It's, it's, it's actually given as part of what you give to young people. And again, not a health benefit there, but it, it's going it can be cultural. And of course, when um, grandmother, when Abuela is giving um, a little coffee to the grandkid, maybe the parent doesn't even know about it. Of course, that is a potential, a potential issue. Okay. So um, as far as what also goes into it, as I mentioned, besides the caffeine, the coffee itself, heavy creams can be in there. Added sugars, syrups, sprinkles, whipped cream, etc. All things that really are, should not be part of a routine diet for a child. So what do I recommend? Don't give any coffee or other caffeine-containing beverages or added sugar for that matter, especially to younger kids. You know, maybe a little bit more after age, allowed after age 12. Uh, you know, but what should we be doing? Focusing on lifestyle. Focusing on good quality sleep, having a sleep, not just in terms of how long they sleep, having a good routine, waking up, going to bed, waking up, having good bright daylight, being um, exposed to the eyes to keep that circadian rhythm going. Um, you know, of course, improper nutrition, you know, the avoidance of added sugars, you know, carbohydrates that are more complex um, don't cause the same type of sugar spikes that can happen that can cause problems. Um, keeping them active. A lot of times good exercise, especially maybe after a long day of school, having them um, before they do their homework really kind of like burn it off so that they can focus again in the afternoon. Of course, hopefully they're having some kind of recess in the middle of the school day to kind of break that up as well. And of course, minimizing their stress. Kids are under stress. You know, we saw a lot of that during COVID, but a lot of it hasn't eased up. So teaching them like de-stressing techniques, maybe they need to work with a therapist. Um, maybe they um, need to learn how to do meditation, yoga, mindfulness, breathing. But there certainly are techniques that can help focus the mind, de-stress the mind. Those are all things that can be really helpful. So now you'll know a little bit more about it. Now you can make a more informed decision if this is something that you're doing or contemplating. Have a nice day.